0: This is the podcast for you. Hello, I am Deb Coviello, founder of The Drop-In CEO, and I want to thank you for joining us on another episode of the podcast where I get to speak to amazing leaders week after week who share their insights with you, and I do hope they inspire you. And if you like this episode and you know it's coming, please subscribe, rate, review, but also share it with at least one other person who can value, gain value from this resource. And on a personal note, and you know I always say this, but it is so true. I am here to help C-suite leader of today and tomorrow navigate challenges with confidence. And so today I am so honored to share the mic with my great guest, Chris Ortega, who is the CEO of Fresh FP&A, where they provide fractional CFO and advisory services for businesses that allow them to transform and scale their financial organization He has a proven track record in scaling financial organizations for seed to enterprise, domestic and international businesses. And he has a wide range of offerings, including the accounting, finance, financial planning and analysis and leadership. And most of all, and this is why I bring him onto the show, he is committed to aligning passion, skills and talents to help others realize and achieve their greatness. Chris, welcome to the show. Deb, thank you so
1: much. Excited to be here.
0: Oh, and I am as well. And this is the beauty of the network. So I have been in search of amazing CEOs, founders, presidents, and I found Chris on LinkedIn. I said, I'd love to bring your insights onto the show. And he says, sure, let's just do it. And we are here recording today. And you know, you never know what comes from these conversations, but I know it will be amazing value. So Chris, I want to give you the floor first because I, you know me, I could talk and talk and talk, but I want you to share a bit with our listeners, you know, a bit about your backstory and how did you arrive? with the work that you're doing now.
1: Yeah, so thank you so much to all the listeners. Really excited to be here today. Uh, tell you a little bit about my background. So I've been in accounting, finance, FP&A, and financial leadership for almost two decades, uh, primarily in high-growth businesses. Uh, most recently, professionally, I was at an international marketing platform company, came in as really the first financial hire in the Americas operations, helped build that organization, help us scale got to a point where we got an exit to SAP, which was one of the largest acquisitions I was a part of, really instrumental in helping through that acquisition. I stayed over for a year to help with the post-merger integrations of both the companies. Then, Deb, I found myself at this fork in the road, this Mm -hmm. fork in the road. And I realized two things. The first one is I look back over my career and I was like, man, I know what it takes to transform and scale finance organizations. Like, I've been there. I've done that. I know the good, the bad, the ugly and everything in between. And the second thing I realized is like, I felt like there needed to be a fresh perspective brought to finance. Right. I felt like there needed to be something new. Finance was very it felt very like stick. So a little uh, a little under two years ago, I started Fresh FPNA. I took the leap of faith. And as you mentioned, uh, I leave Fresh FPNA. And we provide fractional CFO and advisory services to businesses, basically helping them transform and scale their finance organization. So all those CEOs, business owners, and founders that are struggling with their finance organization, you don't have the clarity of the future. It keeps you up at night knowing if you're going to make payroll. We come in as that strategic finance partner to help you scale and transform your organization. And I'm in in—I'm based in Indiana. I'm a Hoosier through and through. All of my family's here, uh, did all of my education here, and uh, I'll tell another unique fact to all the listeners about myself. Um, One unique fact about myself is I used to be an amateur boxer, so I used to fight competitively, and I'll tell a funny story about that. So as I was an amateur boxer, I was fighting in the semifinals of the Golden Gloves, and this story was like monumental in my life. I was fighting in the Golden Gloves which is the largest amateur boxing tournament in the United States. I come out, it's in the first 5 to 15 seconds, and I'm testing this guy out, throw a very lazy jab. The guy slips under the jab, and, Deb, I get hit with the hardest liver shot I've ever got hit with in my life. And I don't know if you've ever taken that, but getting hit in the liver, basically your body restarts. It It, it installs updates. When your computer updates, that's what happened to me in the first 10 to 15 seconds of this Golden Gloves semi-final fight. And I get through the round. I end up losing the fight, but I learned one critical thing that carried through me throughout my career, carried through me about building Fresh FPNA. And that's this. there never be anything that I'll face that's more challenging to get through than not pooping myself in front of everybody in the Golden Gloves. So I know if I can get through that, There'll be nothing in finance. There'll be nothing in my entrepreneurship journey. There'll be nothing I can face that's more challenging than getting through that. So that's a little bit about my professional background, a little bit about where I'm from, and a unique
0: story about myself. Okay, so first of all, we could check the box on being the most energetic <laughs> podcast guest, dynamic, and knows exactly how to deliver. So thank you so much. I mean, this is exactly what I always want is an interviewer. I have to pull things out. Tell me about yourself personally, or they're just a talking head and they just talk about their business. So again, listeners, this is the first time I've actually ever spoken to Chris and I am just blown away by his energy. So thank you. <laughs> but let's just go after fresh perspective. So obviously I get a little hit, a view of your energy and yes, accounting and finance for people that are non-accounting and finance people can be a little bit stiff and people that say no or yes, or yeah, it can be, it has a stiff persona. What is fresh? What is your fresh perspective? How do you make this fun and energizing?
1: Yeah, so for me, you're exactly right, Deb. And I think to all those CEOs, business owners, and founders that are listening through this, right, you may have that relationship that you've had with finance where they're like the no police, they're the number police. They're the ones that are cracking the rulers over people's hands and say, don't go spend money or don't go travel. But one thing I've always taken through my career is I've always looked at partnership, right, as like the critical phase, right? Because think about finance. Finance, by its nature, is a supportive function of the business, right? We support the business. But too many times you take finance organizations and finance leaders and CFOs, and they're more CFO no. They're like the CFO no. They usually say no to everything, right? No to this spend, no to this travel, no to this budget, right? But throughout my career and also building Fresh FPA and the clients that we work with, right? I want to be CFO go. Right. Like, how can we how can we help enable you to go faster in the organization, go further? Right. And I've always carried that throughout my career as being a great partner. Um, it ties back to boxing. Right. I've always loved being a great sparring partner with the CEO, the business owner, the founder, the C-suite. Right. Not the ones to to, to challenge the business. Right. I think one of the most critical traits of CFOs of the future is being the chief future officer of the organization, right? Like that financial element is important. I'm not discounting that, right? We have to be the subject matter experts in finance, but also we got to be thinking about the future of the organization as well too. So we got to put on that other CFO hat. So to me, bringing that fresh perspective around partnership, bringing that fresh perspective around people, bringing that fresh perspective around how you can leverage technology Right. And also bringing that fresh perspective around performance. To me, I think we have a fundamental opportunity right now to really revolutionize what it means to be a CFO and the value that we bring to organizations.
0: So I'm going to respond by saying you have nailed it when it comes to brand and marketing who you are, because people build relationships with people, not necessarily what you do. And again, I'm just gonna take a segue off of here to, you know, anybody that is stuck, whether again, it's a, a CEO of a company or somebody coming up and, and through their career. Just like Chris has a fresh perspective and he has really great talking points, I would challenge anybody and everybody to think about what makes you different. What is your unique view on the world? And push it out there with all the energy because we do need fresh perspectives. We need to know what your value is. You are absolutely clear about what you do. And 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 Chris, what I'm also going to say to you as well is the way you operate is very similar to me. Now, I have a pedigree in quality and operational excellence, primarily in manufacturing, and I- I call myself the drop-in CEO. There's the brand. I said, but I drop in and partner with the CEO, the president, the founder, and become who they need me to be, whether I have to help them with their mindset or their approach or the strategy or the technical work. It's what is needed now versus, okay, we're going to plug and play a finance person who has no yep. skin in the game. We are partners. So I, I love. just wanted to comment. I love the way you position yourself. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. So let's just come back a little bit to the fork in the road. So, so many people get stuck in the old way of doing things. I mean, what was it about it yeah. for you that just said, I? and you may have already answered that, but I just want to come back to it as a fork in the road. Many people have right. fork in the roads. What was it about mm-hmm. you that says, I am going to take the fork less traveled versus staying in a traditional accounting or finance role?
1: Yeah, so it's two different things. I'll share it on the professional side. Then I'll share it on the personal side that happened. Um professionally, right? I've always worked in high growth businesses. So whether that's software, whether that's technology, whether that's retail, e-commerce, pharma, or renewable companies, right? That's pretty much been my background. And I've always come in as typically that first finance hire that's build, shape, scales, and exits the organization, right? So I've always worked with such great entrepreneurs in my career, right? I've always been on great teams where we're, we're working with great product or sales-led entrepreneurs. So it's kind of been like my background, right? Um, professionally that I've always just kind of grew up in. And I've seen these great entrepreneurs that have built such successful organizations and I've helped them navigate and scale their organization and exit their organization. So that's been like my professional playbook that I've had that really inspired me to take the leap of faith, right? Right. And then I'll get to the personal side, which is probably the most exciting part of it, right? My initials are CEO. Like, those are literally my initials, right? And I'll tell everybody a story. I remember being eight years old, Deb, and my mom sat me down at my grandma's house on a Thursday morning. My mom sat me down. I'm eight years old. I'm sitting down with my mom, and she comes and grabs me. And she says, she says, Bunny, that's yeah, that's my mom's nickname. So uh, everybody listening, you can call me Bunny on LinkedIn or Twitter. You can reach out. It's fine. But she says, Bunny, you've got the best initials and the highest level that you could ever reach in business. And I remember Deb, her telling me this, I can go back to that moment right now where she said that to me. And I remember that inspiration that it gave me. And I said, Mom, I'm the fireman. I can be a fireman in business. And she says, that's exactly what you can be. Right. And I think like that was a catalyst. And all throughout growing up, I've always had like, uh, you know, just sharing to all the listeners a little bit about my personal background. Deb, I grew up poor. Right. I grew up in a single parent background. Me and my twin sister, we were first generation college students. So Um, I I didn't I didn't grow up with the silver spoon. I didn't grow up with the advantages, right? I grew up trying to figure out how to navigate my life and how to navigate the environment that I was a part of. But I always found ways to leverage my skills, passions, talents, and experiences to help me make money, right? I I remember like we're, you know, I, I don't know when this podcast is gonna come out, but we're in the Thanksgiving Christmas time. Deb, this was my favorite time of the year. The reason why it was my favorite is because all of my entrepreneurship hustles I could have, right? Thank uh Hall- Halloween just went bad so it's like I was selling I was selling candy out of my lockers to make money, right? We're getting into Thanksgiving time and like leaves are falling so I'm like I'm going to shovel people's leaves and make money. We get into the, the Christmas time, it's like snows on the ground, I'm going to shovel people's snow to make money. So I always found ways to like how could I leverage uh a, a pain or a frustration that My community had, and how can I turn it into productivity? So, for me, you know, tying it back to the question that you mentioned, that was where I reached that fourth in a row where professionally I'm like, I've had the opportunity to work under tutelage of some of the best entrepreneurs in my career, right? Great people, great C suite of professionals. And then personally, I look back at my life and I'm like, Chris, this is, I'm destined for this. This is, this is what I'm going to take down. I think the last piece of it was, I had to I had to get over the fear of failure, right? And I said, "You know what? I'd rather fail in learning than not taking the leap of faith at all." So, I think for me, those were the 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 kind of situations that tied me out to to really get over that fork in the road, and that's my challenge to all the listeners that are going back through this. Find that purpose over praise, right? Find people over profits find impact over income. Like whatever that definition is for you, listen to it, chase after it and take the leap of faith.
0: I'm having so much fun with this interview. As Chris is talking and just saying, this is why I do what I do and all that, I'm like shaking. Yeah, 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 I've done that. Uh, and I understand. But one thing I do want to pick up on, and again, I also want to bring it forward to our listeners, is when you said somebody at a very early age says you could take the world by and just do it. You could have anything you want. And the interesting thing is sometimes external people, people close to us, or maybe a mentor, an uncle, what have you, see something in us that we can't see at an early age or even a more mature age. And we fail to listen. When you're a kid, yeah, oh yeah, I'm gonna take on the world, et cetera. And then we lose that. We lose that as adults. And sometimes I ask you, take some time to think back when you were little or somebody in your life that says you could be this. They saw something in you that was so impactful, yet we put ourselves in a box, we conform to society, and we never fulfill our greatest purpose. So again, just take a sidestep and just think about, because maybe that is who you're meant to be. I wanted to take a moment to remind you that a recent study showed nearly 60% of leaders feel depleted at the end of the day. And this feeling is a key indicator of burnout and makes it difficult to lead And inspire others. If you've ever experienced that restless exhaustion, you know why CEOs are amongst the most likely candidates for experiencing job frustration. I wrote the CEO's Compass, your guide to get back on track, to confront those feelings and create a plan that is sustainable for you and your organization. I created a seven point assessment that will help you figure out your problems in days, not months and it includes so many resources, worksheets, videos, and much, much more. If this is you, please head over to my website, dropinceo.com, and click on my products, the CEO's Compass, and what are yours on Amazon or other outlets. And now, back to the conversation. I want to take this now in a direction where you're in service to others. So I get what you do, but I would love for you to maybe share a little bit an example of like maybe an organization or an individual who you did partner with. Where were they at in their journey? And what was your approach to bringing them to the other side? I'd love to know. Cause again, there's listeners yeah. out there that might need your services. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So again, you know, leading Fresh FPA, we service high growth businesses, particularly software technology retail, e-commerce, pharma, and renewable companies. Um, and I'll share a great story that I'm living in right now. So uh, it was about a year year ago, I was taking a break, building the business, taking the team out. We're getting right around the Christmas holidays. And uh, I was taking my girlfriend to go get some, uh, some Air Jordan sneakers, right? A retail company. We went to a local mall up here in uh, McCordsville, Indiana, which was about 15 minutes away. And I found a great store that is like they got the exact shoes because it's really hard in the retail space to find like specific Air Jordan shoes or specific like sneakers for women. It's not a demographic that a lot of these Adidas, Nike companies go after. And I walked into this store and I meet this great owner and his daughter and they share their story with me. And mind you, Deb, like this whole time I'm in like I'm not in business mode. I'm not like my mind isn't even focused on customer acquisition and clients and pitching the business. I was like, hey, i'm taking I'm taking recovery i'm I'm relaxing right now and I met this this great father and daughter, and I'm talking about their business and I'm hearing their story and why they started their business and what they're looking to do and the expertise that they need and the gaps that they have and my girlfriend's looking at me the whole time she's like, Chris like I, uh, this is business time like this is like and I, Deb, I fumbled. I wasn't ready for it. And I remember leaving this conversation and I connected with them on Instagram and I got their text message. I said, hey, look, like, I would love to help your business. Like you are ideally the client we like to work with. Here's the expertise that my team is going to bring. And now fast forward a year, that business is growing 50%. We helped them fundraise to get uh, money to open up their first physical store they're walking into Black Friday and the next two months, that's going to be their peak season for them. They're looking about additional uh, retail locations that they're looking at. And it's all about the spirit of partnership, right? And where we help businesses is we help complement. Like a lot of CEOs, business owners, and founders, finance is not their area of expertise. That's not their passion. They're like, I'm passionate about the sales side or maybe they're at a software company and they're passionate about the product, we help compliment you and say, go focus on your passion area. If it's sales, if it's the product or if it's acquisitions, right? We're going to take care of the finance organization for you. And we're going to help you build the people, the processes, the partnership, which we call the foundation pillars. Then we're going to help you scale around the platform, performance, and profit optimization strategy, which are those scaling pillars. And we're going to take care of that for you. We're going to be that partner to help you scale your finance organization and help you scale your business. So that's a real-life use case of living and helping those organizations, and that's exactly the value that we bring, right? There's a lot of pain in organizations, and particularly comes down to the finance side. That's what keeps people up at night. We help you solve that. We're a partner, a part of the journey. And I think another thing that separates Fresh FP&A from a lot of other fractional CFO companies is we're not coming in to just do the consultancy work, right? We're coming in to be part of the journey, which I think gets back to my career is I love being part of writing the chapters. We're in the trenches. We're in the we're writing those chapters for you. We're we're writing the novel as we're going with you to help you scale. So for me, that's exactly a use case and the value that we bring to businesses and what really separates
0: Fresh fp and I'm going to say it again, because I've actually interviewed quite a few fractional chief control, you know, chief finance officers. Nobody has the energy that you do. And again, you're probably not for everybody, but for somebody that just wants to <laughs> jump right in and let's just do this thing. Those are the people that you are for. But let me ask another question, because you talk about the spectrum of like where you help people in their journey. You want to write the chapters. But sometimes it's possible that maybe they need you sooner than later and maybe they call yeah. you when it's a little bit too late. So, I mean, why should people start thinking about that fresh FP&A, having a fractional leader earlier in the journey versus later? Because if there's somebody out there that's got an early business and wants to do everything themselves, they might want to think differently. So what say you?
1: Yeah. I, so the most important thing I want to anchor people to is think about building a house right? And think about your finance organization as that foundation, right? That organization and that ability, like if you don't have a solid foundation of your house, it doesn't matter what big big screen TVs you put on the walls, how many windows you have, you have to have that solid foundation, right? And bringing in that experience, expertise, and knowledge early on in your business, before you scale, before you start building everything on top of that house, Think about all the time, energy, effort, and resources it's going to take to go back and fix cracks in that foundation, right? You Mm -hmm. got cracks in your accounting operations. You got cracks because you're not knowing the future of the organization, right? You got a lot of macro winds that are hitting your house and it's not built on a solid foundation. So, my challenge and opportunity to all those CEOs, business owners, and founders that are listening through this bring in that expertise early. Right, bring in that that expertise of people that have been there, done that, know the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. Right, and also the value proposition of a fractional resource. You may say, Chris, I'm not at the stage yet where I can afford a full-time CFO. That's the whole purpose of having a fractional resource, right? I I call our team. We come with batteries included, right? We're we're come already ready, right, to leverage and say, hey, man we've seen these organizations that you're looking to go down. We've seen this go-to-market strategy. We've seen this this technologies you're looking to adopt, right? We know the right. We help you set the vision, the strategy, the tactics, the metrics, the milestone, the execution, right? And having that kind of formulaic, pragmatic way of looking at your finance organization early in your business, when you get to year five, year six, and you're scaling and Maybe you just raised money or maybe you're thinking about acquisitions. Now you have a solid foundation to build that entire finance organization and build that business on top of. So for me, that's the opportunity for CEOs, business owners, and founders. Leverage that expertise, leverage that knowledge, leverage that experience early to prevent you from making a lot of pitfalls and mistakes on that foundation later on as you scale your business. That's
0: the value. Your energy and optimism is so infectious. Again, I'm just smiling here the whole time. (laughs) And maybe when we put this on YouTube, people will see just the energy that's just coming through the screen right now. But, you know, positivity is important. But I'm curious, though, you as a business owner, because you have to scale a business, maintain a business, You're Mm -hmm. you're all in there. What keeps you up at night as a business owner?
1: I think what keeps me up at night, and I tell my team this every day, is I'm always thinking about scale. Right. And 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 when you're an entrepreneur and when you're building a business, there is always gaps. Right. Like sometimes I keep a notepad. Sometimes I keep my phone next to my bed because I just pop up ideas where I'm like, "Ooh, we haven't even covered that. Like that's a that's a that's an open opportunity. There are always going to be those things. But I think the number one thing that keeps me up at night is always thinking about scale. Right. And thinking about value for my team. Right. Thinking about how we scale our processes, how we're scaling globally, right? Because we are a global fractional CFO business, right? That is what honestly keeps me up is thinking about how do I make sure that my team, how do I make sure our clients, how do I make sure our partners, how do I make sure the community of great professionals that we're building at Fresh fp have the resources, experiences, everything that they need to continue to scale, right? I'm always thinking in multiple. Yeah, I mean, here's here's probably the first time in the interview I'm actually putting a CFO hat. Everybody's like, this isn't a CFO I'm talking with. I'm always thinking about scale, right? And how do we make sure we have those foundations and what areas of the business do we are we lacking and need resources or technology or improvements to make sure we're delivering a great customer experience, but also at the people feel empowered and enabled at the end of the day. Um, scale. That that that's the one thing that keeps me up at night for sure.
0: Mm, Mine as well, but that's why I interview people like you because you never know. You never know the drop-in CEO that drops in and helps these CEOs and partners. After I've helped them in operations and quality and whatever else they need, they then say depth. Who else do you need? I need a fractional HR partner. I need a fractional chief revenue officer. What about that fractional CFO? So I am just so grateful we've had an opportunity to get to know each other and you're memorable. I just, I mean, I'm just saying that on a personal note, I've interviewed a lot of people, but I can't quite remember them. I have to refer to my Rolodex, my Excel spreadsheet, Google sheet, whatever it is to say, oh yeah, now I remember that person. That's who referred you, but I found you. And I am grateful that I have. But I want to give you the floor one last time. This has been a great interview. And it's not the last or that's not the last conversation because I could see you potentially being part of the drop in CEO community and service to those C-suite leaders. But I will tell you, your words have been very inspirational for those people that are stuck in their careers. Seeing the fork, you have to have that same positivity and really fulfill your purpose. That's the best thing. But I want to give you the floor one last time. Any last thoughts that you want to share with our communities?
1: Yeah, Deb, thank you so much. I want to thank all the listeners. Thank you for getting through this. Um, if you want to connect with me, I'm all over LinkedIn. Uh, just a fresh, f- type in the search bar, Fresh CFO. Uh, you'll be able to find everything about that. If you're looking to learn more about Fresh FP&A and how we can help and serve you, uh, check us out on our website, www.freshfpa.com. Um, And then also we, uh, you know, I have a podcast called the, you know, CFO Trends. Check that out on YouTube. If you go to our website, you'll have the links to all of our socials. Uh, The links to all of our socials is just fresh FPA to follow us all there. And I think one thing I want to leave everybody with, if there's one thing you take away from this conversation, whether you're CEO, business owner, founder, or you're thinking about it, thinking about taking the leap of faith, I want to leave you with this question that you need to answer is what is your legacy? When you think about that rock that's going across the next three to 10 years, what do you want that ripple to be? What do you want that legacy to be in your community? What do you want that to be in the teams that you support, the clients you support? What do you want that legacy to be in the world that you're shaping? And know that you have the opportunity to write that legacy right now. So get to work, stay passionate, And if there's anything that I can do to help and support you on your journey, happy to to connect. And Deb, thank you so much for your time.
0: Chris, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for dropping in on the podcast. I'm grateful that I know you and I do wish you well and much success. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I hope you are inspired by our conversation and can apply what you heard to your business or career goals. If you found this valuable, please share this show with at least one friend who will find it useful and inspiring. When you share this podcast, it allows me to continue to help C-suite leaders of today and tomorrow to navigate their challenges with confidence. To connect with me or learn more about the Drop-In CEO services, go to my website at dropinceo.com. And until we meet, I wish you well and much success.